0: I'm joined now by former professional hockey player Ryan Callahan, who now serves as a studio and game analyst for the NHL on ESPN. Ryan played 13 seasons in the NHL from 2006 to 2019, eight of which he spent in Penn Plaza with our very own New York Rangers. Prior to the start of the 2011 season, Callahan was named the 26th captain in Rangers history and would spend three seasons donning the C on his blue shirt sweater, before heading off to Tampa Bay to spend the final six seasons of his career with the Lightning. Let's bring him in now, former captain of the New York Rangers, Ryan Callahan. Thanks for hopping on with me today, Ryan.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course, man. So obviously, uh, let's dive right in here. Obviously, with you playing both in New York and Tampa Bay, this makes you the, the perfect candidate for the chat we'll have shortly on where this year's Rangers squad currently stands in the Eastern Conference Final against the Lightning. But firstly I wanted to touch on your playing career and the success you had in both cities. Uh one might assume given your captaincy and longevity in New York that you'd identify your playing career more with the Rangers than you would the Lightning, but let's hear it straight from you uh from the man himself. Which city do you feel had a bigger impact on your legacy as a hockey player?
1: Man, I got I got to be honest with you. I think they both had equal impact on me, you know, as a young player coming into New York City. Um, kind of grew up there, right, and, and to be able to wear the C, you know, an original six sweater, there's there's nothing more special than that. And, I mean, I owe that organization, you know, so much for, for what they did for me as a, as a kid and um, got me to the point where I am. And, you know, the kind of second half of my career going to Tampa, um, they embraced me like, you know, like I played there forever. And uh, that meant a lot to me. We had a lot of successful years in Tampa uh, with one Stanley Cup final, two co- conference finals. Um, you know, and, and I really enjoyed that city. And I guess the big thing about Tampa as well is it's where we started our foundation, the Ryan Callahan Foundation for Pediatric Cancer Patients. And um, I'm going to be honest with you, that's probably the most proud thing I have in, in my career was, was starting that foundation and helping those families and those kids. And, and that started in Tampa. So um, both cities hold the hold, – I hold de- – dear to my heart and uh, enjoyed my time in both cities.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, you really became a fan favorite quickly in uh, in Tampa Bay. I mean, you played one year there, and then uh, the second year there, uh, you know, they make you an alternate captain. You become a fan favorite, So much like you were here in New York. Um, I want to touch on your time with the Lightning in 2015. You guys made it to the Stanley Cup final, ultimately, and unfortunately losing in six games to the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. I'd imagine that uh, given how grueling the Stanley Cup playoffs are and the toll the journey takes on a player and a team as a whole. Was there this sense after losing in 2015 that you had squandered your only opportunity to hoist the cup or that you'd never get another shot as good as the as that one to, you know, win it all?
1: I don't think so. Not at all. If anything, we had a very young and talented group there in Tampa. And that was part of the reason why I wanted to sign there and not go to free agency after getting traded there is I could see the talent we had. And Um, obviously we were extremely disappointed in in the opportunity we had getting to the Stanley Cup finals never easy and you don't know if you're ever going to get back right so um, but we were excited Uh, the next year we end up going to the conference finals Um, you know we lose game six and seven of the conference finals that year and then two years later we go back to the conference finals again losing game six and seven so we felt like we had a group that you know could have a couple runs at it you know we, we missed our opportunity a couple times and um, eventually, I leave and end up winning two Stanley Cups. And you know, I think that was part of the journey um, is going through those ups and downs. And kind of very similar to the New York Ranger team they're playing right now, where right. it's a very young team that's, you know, having a, a great run, uh, two wins away from going to the Stanley Cup. But I mean, they have they have a long runway in front of them. The New York Rangers and, and the core they have, how young they are, um, the young guys coming in, shesterkin and ned who's who's still young and new to the league so um i could see a lot of similarities to our, our 2015 team to this new york rangers team uh for sure
0: yeah i mean listen you know it's a young team and uh, you would imagine that uh, everybody's saying they're ahead of schedule this year that the you know their championship window i guess per se is is really just starting to open um so you know hopefully uh hopefully if god forbid they do lose uh they do lose in this series uh, or if they do make it to the Stanley Cup uh, final and then lose there, you would imagine that hopefully they feel good about uh, going into next year or the year after that and so on and so forth. I'm on with former captain of the New York Rangers Ryan Callahan. Ryan, let's move uh, let's move now. Uh, um you know as we were just discussing to our present day rangers who are currently knotted at two games apiece with the lightning in this year's eastern conference final do you remember it being this difficult to win on the road during the playoffs because it's clear just by watching these games that both the rangers and the lightning have been completely different teams on the road versus at home over the course of the series what did you see from the rangers in game four on the road what do they need to fix
1: yeah um you know i think the biggest thing is it's it's we saw two different teams i think out of both tampa as well in new york and then you know, game four and game five for the Rangers in Tampa, It or uh, game three and game four for the, the Rangers in Tampa, it looked like a different team. And the biggest thing for me was, was five on five. Um, you know, their power play's clicking, but you can't live and die in the power play uh, in the playoffs. You got to get some production five on five. They had no five on five goals in game three or four. Um, and they just got to generate more chances. Tampa did a very good job at, at keeping them to the outside, made life pretty easy on, um, you know, Andre Vasilevsky, is arguably you know the best in the league was Shacirkin right there. So um, yeah, they just got to make life harder on him and try to generate more five on five. Obviously, they're they're worried about, you know, keeping uh, Tampa's offense out of their zone. But at the same time, you, you have to attack and you, you have to try to generate,
0: yeah. and even that power play that you mentioned uh, really stalled last night. i mean, even even when they were a man up, it, you know they they looked overmatched on. The, in terms of the lightning's pK and just getting the puck out. so um, that that'll be something that they have to you know patch up i guess going into game five tomorrow night. there's been some discussion over the course of the season uh, as well as to who on the current Rangers roster might be tasked with carrying the burden of a Rangers captaincy. Uh, do you see the Rangers making a decision on that matter before the start of next season? And if so, who's your pick to become the 28th captain of the New York Rangers?
1: Yeah, I guess the biggest thing, it's not a burden. It's a, <laughs> that's a privilege right there. Yeah, uh, That's of course. quite an honor, you know? So um, whoever it does, uh, you know, that's, that's quite an honor and a privilege. And, um, you know, just looking at the team, and, and I've always said this, people have asked me this question before, like, nobody knows unless you're in that room. Um, you know, who the leaders are, who's the vocal guys, who are the guys that, you know, people gravitate towards, um, and respect, right? So, I mean, from the outside looking in, obviously, I think Chris Kreider's a, a prime candidate to wear the C. Um, you got guys like Truba as well, but I'm gonna be honest with you, it's, it's unfair for the media or me or anybody else who's, who's not sitting in that room day to day and, and know what's actually happening behind closed doors to, to say who should be captain, right? Um, you know, so, um, you're not the first one to ask me that. I've, I've been asked that before, and my answer's been the same. I mean, I, it's not fair for someone to pick that. You got to be in those in in the war in the war zone with them, and you know, and know what's going on behind closed doors to to really know who should wear the C. But um, I definitely think they should name a captain next year, whoever that is. Um, you know, so I I hope they do.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. You know, outside looking in, you would think is the easy pick here. Uh, but you know, I mean, for all we know, it could be one of these young guys that in that locker room has the loudest voice. Finally, uh, as we wrap up here, where do you see this series going now that it's set to return to MSG for game five and possibly a game seven? Can the Rangers close this out in six or do you see this going the distance seven games? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think the big thing for the Rangers now is, is trying to respond after game three and four. How do they respond after that? Right. And I think the big thing for them, they can hang their hat on, is is playing well on home ice. They're eight and one this year at home ice uh, in the playoffs. They've won the last eight um, at home in the playoffs. So I think that right there just gives you energy and kind of gives you a refocus heading into Game Five. And um, there's nothing. Trust me, you don't want to be going down and have to win Game Six back in Tampa um, and lose Game Five. So as you look at this Rangers team, I think you know this is a game where you. you it's close to a must win without being a must win, um, on home ice to, um, uh, you know, to, to take a lead and try to finish him in Tampa or back home in game seven. So I think that's the biggest thing for them is, is realize that, uh, take that energy of the Madison Square and Gardens crowd and, um, the faithful there and how loud they are and, uh, use that energy and get off to a good start in uh, game five.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're all looking for them to, uh, kind of get back to where they were in games one and two. And, uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, take it to the Lightning tomorrow night at, at the Garden. And then, you, you know, you, you go from there. Uh, Ryan, again, man, I really appreciate you joining me today. Uh, Ryan Callahan, former New York Rangers captain, uh, currently serving as a studio and game analyst for the NHL on ESPN. Ryan, thanks again, man. Really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Great uh, talking to you.
0: You too. All right. That was Ryan Callahan, and I'm your voice for sports on 77 WABC. Justin Ellick.